So the, what we're basically doing tonight is another podcast ripping the piss out of the last Star Wars film. I thought it'd been a while. I just thought yeah. of another way of phrasing it. Yeah, I thought it'd been a while. It's so I've, you know, I've got some genuine ideas that I would bring to the table if if I was asked what I would do with this film. Yeah, and there's like there's a few things that I've already banged on about at length. Mm. I'm not gonna go over again. Can if you like. Um, I'm going to talk about how J.J. Abrams ruined everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll start from when he was born um, (laughs) and progress through that point. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You're joining us on the live stream on YouTube, or if you're not, you're listening to us you know, at some point later on the podcast, which of course we do thank you for, but of course the stream is happening right now. Not actually now, but later. Anyway, you've probably seen it all over the place. You know what we're dealing with tonight. We are taking another look, another excuse to revisit the Rise of Skywalker. Is it the Rise of Skywalker? Is it Rise of the Skywalker? It's the Rise, Rise of the Skywalker. The, 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 the. The one of, one of the, the things we'll need to rewrite is the title. Put a few more definite articles Definitely. in it. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars episode ten, Redly Deadly, uh, Rise Chuck, of the Redly, Rise of the Redly <laughs> Deadlies. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's what we're going to be doing today. I'm going to just go around the room very quickly, just introduce you to everyone who's here. Um, Duncan, hello. Hello. Dad, hello. No, Ray. I am your grandfather. <laughs> very nice. Very good. And Russ, hello. What's up, mother flippers? Sup, mother flippers. So, as I said, of course, we are going to be revisiting the rise of Skywalker, the last of the, well, the latest last of the Star Wars saga, um, a film that many people have described as horse poo, and that many <laughs> others have described as an affront to everything that is human in this world. Yeah, most um, most most opinions seem to fall somewhere between those two extremes, don't they? It's, yeah. yeah, it's like the snail on a razor blade's edge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to fall one of those sides, and we don't know which one. Anyway, that is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going through the rise of Skywalker and taking a look at the things that we would rewrite, tweak, or anything else. I mean, look, we're, we're not advocating, and as the crawl said, we're not advocating remaking films because that's stupid. Because the film exists and that's it of the time. But this podcast, this is what we are going to lay down as the things that we feel would make it better. And we hope that anyone who's watching on the live stream would pitch in with their ideas as well. Dan, I'm going to hand over to you. Yeah, let's get to it then. So we, we, I've got a few ideas. I've got nothing written down. I figure we'll just literally have our virtual like, uh, dry erase board and we'll just put some ideas up of what we want in the film. So here, here's some definite things I want. I want Finn to play a bigger part. Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. And I've got an idea how that happens. <clears throat> okay. And it leads into something else I want with this film. So I think, I think one thing I want in this is it to be a continuation of The Last Jedi. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't like The Last Jedi, that's absolutely fine. It doesn't have to be like The Last Jedi, but I at least want it to make sense as a film that follows on from The Last Jedi. This is the same thought that i had that we see them all escaping in the falcon and then suddenly oh. in the rise of skywalker they've got a massive fleet again but they don't though that's that they have a massive fleet about like two-thirds of the way through the film because they send lando out to ask people if they can come out to play like 
what I what I'm thinking is the film starts. So the, the very start of the film, the idea for the very start of the film I had was um, a Star Destroyer looming over this tiny ship um, and then using its tractor beam to pull it in. And then you have a, a unit of stormtroopers led by Ray. You hear uh, a you don't see the faces, but you hear two people pleading for their lives and then they're shot dead. And then he wakes up and the whole thing was a dream uh, from uh, Kylo Ren. Sorry, not Ray. Next thing you see, I've got a few ideas to see, is um, <laughs> a group put together of um, Poe Dameron, Rose, and Finn have gone out to try and try and mu- rustle up uh, enough people to try and fight the Empire. And that's been going on for a while now. This is what they've been doing for a while. And while they're doing that... Reyes set up the Skywalker school of young gifted Jedi or whatever it would be called, which is led by Ray with obviously Leia there as well. Spoilers. This isn't going to last very long. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah. So the thing I didn't actually mind in yeah. the film was the bit of Ray doing the training. That was fine. That kind of made sense. Yeah. But I'm saying she's, she's leading the training. Like, the last Jedi ends with us with a very definite scene with a kid who is definitely a Jedi. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm no, I'm imagining a scene where like that. yeah mm-hmm. yeah. So then you've got like a load of kids and she's training them all with like the elder statesman um, uh, uh, Leia there as well. Yeah. Uh, so all, while all that's the people going saying, on, yeah. oh, you can't do that. It takes too long to train. It would take a. Luke turns up at the start of. Return of the Jedi, just going, yo, I'm a Jedi Master now, bitch, deal with it. You can, you know, you don't have to have lengthy training sequences all over the place to sort of establish that someone is now a Jedi. You can just say no, they you, are, it's fine. No. You just need a suggestion that there's a significant amount of time mm. pass. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, it was the entire I film think... one fucking training montage. Absolutely, yeah. and to be fair, they put they put Ray and Luke on sort of similar footing, really. Mm. Like she is she is unbelievably naturally gifted. Hmm. in the early films like the first two so it's it's unusual levels of ability that they sense in her and i certainly think they should have lent into that because obviously what happens in rise of skywalker when her lineage is revealed is it suddenly goes oh no she's not special on her in her own right Hmm. she's she's actually special because family it ain't nothing but a family thing Mm -hmm. takes so much away from that from from the idea that anyone can be a jedi anyone can be special which is the whole point of it but so yeah, so you've got Finn, um, Poe, and uh, Rose. They're this group that have been sent to try and find, uh, like, rustle up like a, a, an armada to, to try and battle the Empire. And they've been going across the galaxy. It's clear they've been doing this for a while. Um, at some point, um, Finn comes across uh, a group of ex-stormtroopers again, but it turns out that they've shed being stormtroopers because they heard this heroic story about someone that that uh, unchained themselves from the shackles of being a stormtrooper to live a life of freedom which is him and then he kind of like leads this unit of like ex-stormtroopers none of them are rumored to be lando's daughter for starters let's Mm. let's start with that um he goes and does his own thing basically trying to trying to sort out this this unit um the meantime, Rose and Poe are kind of left together. 
And this is one thing I definitely want in the film. Both of them, at the same time, admit they love Finn. <laughs> yeah, nice. Okay. And that the lo- what's going to happen in my version is that they end up in a polyamorous relationship with all three of them together. <laughs> Ooh, and they can nice. call them the Unholy Trilogy. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah, that that's my thoughts there. Mm-hmm. You give Rose a bigger part, you give Finn a bigger part, leading, like, this whole, like, but almost like an army of, like, people that rebelled against the Empire. Yeah, Ro- Rose definitely needs to actually yeah. have a character in this movie. Yeah. And Finn... Finn doesn't have a satisfying arc over the three films, and they. So my my notes on yeah. the Finn character would be no hint of force sensitivity at yeah. all. Maybe a little bit of the sort of the fake out in the fir- at the start where it's not really actually he's not really shown to have any force sensitivity. Everyone just sort of assumes because he's yeah. the one holding the lightsaber that he'll go oh I'm a Jedi, and then it turns out it's her. That was great, mm. but the yeah. the annoying suggestion that the only reason he stopped being a stormtrooper was because oh it was a feeling the force mm. that was how he found what's her face very very annoying and just makes him a sort of a crapper version of Ray. He could you know he he should be like the whatever they're calling themselves these days the what are they the resistances mm. yeah he he should end up becoming like their military. Yeah, leader. He he's going to take over from Admiral Akbar. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what of, I thought as well. The, the I thought he would he should be fall into. taking like more the ground because hmm. Poe is obviously. A they, they don't seem talent. to have very organised branches of. of no, the I know they uh, like the oh. the X wing pilots basically do everything. Yeah, and everyone else just runs around with silly hats on. <laughs> um, so their X wing pilots are also spies saboteurs ground troops commanders I mean, they're everything to be honest they do sound like they could live on the west coast of scotland they're doing mm. a wee bit of this and that and everything mm. um <laughs> so taking on the uh, poe doing uh, poe rose and finn doing the mm. thing um this would actually allow that really annoying bit of suddenly introducing part of poe's backstory halfway through uh, a film you can actually yeah. introduce a wee snippet of something going there because i didn't mind him meeting an old friend i didn't think that was necessarily bad that if you can arc it into going they're now starting to really try and tap deep contact and they're really not sure if it's going to work mm. and that wasn't necessarily such a bad thing i actually also thought showing the first order starting to enforce again doing the enforced that was great i agree it, with that yeah, yeah. It, and i think if you did that at the beginning rather when they did it in the film and so this fits in with the arc of going yeah let's go deep and try and muster support yeah and, and actually have the the contact from pose past be someone mm. who is necessary yeah as yeah. opposed to someone who's there to confirm that he's straight and and you could even have that have them as the link yeah. to say well i i i know a guy and then you could even have that as a link to lando as well like i don't have a problem with that that you can have a link to lando or you know wedge you can do more wedge in it if you want that's fine Pro- probably not wedge because that one line reading he had suggested that the actor's yeah, heart very much it wasn't, wasn't great in it. was it the one thing i definitely want from this i want kylo ren to be the bad guy 
Yeah, that is the first thing I wrote down. Yeah. Have the balls to make Ren the actual baddie. No yeah. Ben Demption. No. You can't just I, and I think, chuck I think on you some chunky knitwear and suddenly you're the good guy. It's so not, I think you can... Uh, you tell that to Alan Titchmarsh, okay? <laughs> yeah. Everyone forgets all of the Titchmarsh atrocities, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what you... Um, I think you can have a, a fake-out where you think he's going to be... Think he's going to turn turn out to be a good guy, but they and sort then, of they sort of did that in the second one, well, didn't they? Where yeah. after, after the fight, where she just assumes yeah. that he's going to go with her and help her, and she, he assumes that she's going to come with him and help him. So, so I've got them. I've got the two of them having these separate visions, okay? Like, and there's there's like two or three of them, and as at some point they meet in a kind of he's kind of thinking maybe he's done the wrong thing after inadvertently killing Leia in some way that I haven't figured out yet. Um, he, he, he just wants to, to repent. He wants to be a good person. And she says she can feel good in him. And then there's a bit where they, they touch hands or something along those lines and the two visions collide. And this is borrowing from uh, Colin Trevorrow's script. Turns out that the two people that you hear the voices of dying are Leia's parents, not Leia's parents, are um, Ray's parents. And he inadvertently, without even really thinking about it, just killed them because they were just people on a mm-hmm. ship that they that they saw f- fleeing from somewhere they shouldn't have. And he, he, as a result, kills them and has no right sense of guilt about it at all because they are just two more people that he's killed. This causes her to like lash out at him uh, to the point where she nearly kills him and then he has to be rescued by the First Order. At that point, he then just doubles down as the first order, and he's just a bad guy. Yeah, here's a bold suggestion. Mm. After he smashes up his mask in Last Jedi, mm. uh, let's not have him rebuild that mask because obviously yeah. that that's that's a point of transition yeah. for him, isn't yeah. it? Destroying that mask. Well, yeah, he I mean, if, if to he be... took out all the stuff in the last one that is just painstakingly unwinding things that happened yeah. in the previous film, you, you'd save about forty minutes anyway. Yeah. Mm. Why don't we instead build a time machine <laughs> and go back and say to J.J. Abrams, you're about to make some big mistakes, mate. You're yeah, about yeah. to listen to someone big, else. You should be listening to us. Big or, mistakes. Well, that, or Colin that, Trevor, that's, that's, what would be, fucking awesome. that's what would be needed for, for my main kind of suggestion, mm. which is step one write your films step two make your films don't <laughs> write one make one and then perhaps don't even watch it go and write something else make another one and then go get all pissy about it and write something that just spends half its time undoing previous things there was there was like what was the overall story of those three films there was none yeah there was no there wasn't one there wasn't each one really had individual. a proper you know, through line for the three, which, you know, the original trilogy definitely had, and say what you like about them, the prequel trilogy did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no, you know, and you can sum them up really, you know, really easily. The, you know, the first, the, the original trilogy is sort of, is is Luke's journey of discovery. The first mm. one is Anakin becoming Vader. But there's nothing... Nothing like that for this third. No, this this one is Ray lives on her own on a desert planet, and eventually ends up living on her own 
on a desert planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, effectively. Uh, but this one happens. has two suns. So, Exactly, this is yeah. in a binary star system. It, 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 there we go. And that, that is the overarching thing. And do you know what? This is the thing, I think. Every time I go back to think about the rise of Skywalker, mm. I find myself thinking about The Last Jedi yeah. and how epic the ending was of that and how exciting the ending was of that and how it felt like it, felt like it had left a lot of the nostalgia of The Force Awakens. Mm was trying to boldly chart some new waters really got you know dipped a few toes in it and then basically just went you know i'm just going to go back to the fire and snuggle in front of it like a kitten and and i'm going to live in front of this nostalgia fire um and completely missed the mark yeah completely missed the mark so for me i think i think you're absolutely right i think kylo ren as mm. as the baddie lean yeah. into it like full on like yeah. he he has decided to embrace his role as the supreme leader let's go fuck some shit up yeah the fact that it suddenly you know it started the film with him just massacring people to find a yeah glorified compass um it's just it's just unbelievable so fuck it no he should be literally commanding a an invasion of some sort like just basically like you know, almost like um, uh, uh, Darth Revan. Mm. You know, almost unleashing a Sith armada on the on the galaxy. So that, that's that's how yeah. this should have started. Building on that, so you see, in the trailers, when you hear, hear Palpatine's voice, I quite I know in some of the books and certainly in a lot of the old Republic comic series, it's not uncommon for. Well, it wasn't uncommon for Sith ghosts like the the Sith lot to have their own kind of spectres that would lead the unsuspecting down. Now, in one series, actually, the guy turns on the the Sith ghost and uses he has developed so much. He was always a very good Jedi, but he's such a powerful Sith that he just crushes and gets rid of the Sith ghost. I don't. I think it would also be quite cool. If it did, it looked like you think you're going down the route of oh no, this is going to be the bloody Palpatine clone or something. But you know, I don't think it's such a bad idea of Ren going invading planets, crushing things, but also sort of going, I want Sith relics because I want to become powerful. Mm. Hearing the ghost of Palpatine, and you think, oh shit, it's going to be this, and actually all he does is then decimates it and crushes that and goes, no, I am the only one. I mean, and th so then you just get rid of it, and then you don't have to worry about that <laughs> anymore. And it's like, then the bi I, big fight at the end, Ray and Ren, cool. Yeah. Doesn't have to be on the crashed Star Destroyer either. We can get rid of that. I mean, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, that that fight that happens between them is pretty damn epic yeah. in a in a really cool setting. I mean, the crashed Death Star, um, the crashed second Death Star, the throne room is a really cool and creepy setting. Yeah. to have uh, an epic sort of final battle. I mean, you know, that that felt good. But like you say, it's the Ben Demption that happens after that mm. is standing in the rain, suddenly going, ah, oh, it's, you know, the ghost of Indiana Jones is, is, is Indiana, sorry, is coming across to me. Oh, this is great. Oh, Dad, I'm really sorry about stabbing you and throwing you off a bridge, but I'm all right now. Um, so yeah. now I'm going to go and be good. And like, like you say, let's... Let's put on a jumper and and call the whole thing off. Why don't mm. we? I had I had a fun idea. 
and I don't I don't know how much I like it that that leaning into your Sith ghost idea that Luke Skywalker as a ghost is following Kylo Ren around <laughs> like well, trying I, to convince him I think him that what's, is yeah. what was intended with his yeah. line of I'll see you around kid yeah he should, yeah, should have just been following around and pestering him. Yeah, and like I, trying to convince him to, to be good. And then I think you throughout that, you get him to the point where you're going, right, no, I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to meet up with Ray. We're going to hash all this out. I'm going to apologize, obviously, for killing all those people. Um, and then um, <laughs> and then I'm going to I'm going to help the rebellion take down the First Order. Because by this point, I think I imagine it kind of like being this um, just this giant armada, like. I had an idea that you could make the, the Knights of Ren a bit cooler because they were a bit shit in the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, such a wasted opportunity, that But if, you, if the idea, if you have this, like, elite force of Jedi against an elite force of, like, the, the, the Knights of Ren, which is pretty egotistical that he calls them that. But, um, but yeah, the idea that Luke Skywalker's constantly pestering him and, like, saying it's not too late, it's not too late. And then he has this meeting with Rey. It all goes wrong. He comes back. And Luke Skywalker is pestering, and somehow he finds a way to kill the Jedi ghost of Luke yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, that's quite good. Although, I, although yeah. how about like when it came to the Knights of Ren? Yeah. What if it actually lent into the the notional idea that the Knights of Ren are made up of the former students of the yeah. Jedi Academy that Kylo I'm Ren obviously I'm still destroys? Really unclear on who they're meant to be. Are they just some guys? They're, they're just like guys. The Backstreet Boys. They're just his mates. I really. thought they were some of the students that followed him no, because not. they featured in it's Force never, Awakens never well, no, they're, they're, mentioned. they're mentioned and they're glimpsed in that yeah. vision once aren't they but it's never actually explained in the film I'm sure it's in a visual guide somewhere mm-hmm. but it's never explained in the actual film itself and they, they're never shown um, to have any sort of force ability at all hmm. no they're just no. like ex- excellent the other thing idea would be that um, Leia's last gasp is with tears is whilst it looks it's all she actually saves ray she doesn't save ren mm. and she basically distracts ren enough and she just her last lines are i'm sorry son i'm sorry my darling and the distraction is enough that ray just kills him one thing i'll say is i think we have to give ourselves it? the same limitations yeah. that they had which is that it was pretty difficult to do anything with with uh, princess leia well what, yes, what about okay, some, if- what about if when Chewie gets the medal, he realises it's, ju- it's just got chocolate in the It's middle. just a chocolate coin. <laughs> it's just a chocolate coin. He just kind of goes, and it melts. Yeah. And you just see her as a fourth ghost. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about this before, but it, it just Wearing four medals. Away, it? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's everyone's <laughs> ghost medals. Including Chewie's that you never gave to She never gave to him. See you around. <laughs> I mean, she totally snubs him at the end of uh, Force Awakens. Force anyway. Awakens. She literally pushes him out of the way and hugs yeah. Ray. So I'm going to go and hug this random chick I've never met before. Yeah, <laughs> because someone she, someone she's met a couple of days ago died. <laughs> Unlike you, Chewie. Did you know him even? Oh, yeah. oh, you're here. Okay, cool. I mean, that was the thing, wasn't it? I mean, think back to Force Awakens. That wonderful moment where. Han Solo actually says, you know, it like, you know, I, I didn't believe any of it, but it's mm. true, all yeah. of it. You know, these that, those little wonderful moments that, unfortunately, I feel are now undermined and completely ruined by uh, the rise of Skywalker. I would like to remove the idea that there's a whole secret empire 
uh, and Imperial Armed Forces hiding in a cloud. I mean, it's fucking mental. It's just, it's just so ridiculous. It just, it's, I'll tell you what, it's too silly. It's it too works silly. for Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 The, the what's that? The it's the um, and it works for um, you know the Ghost Army works in Lord of the Rings. You know that sort of suddenly the cavalry arrives kind of things. You know that that sort of stuff usually works quite well. But I don't know. It's just it's a bit of a mess. Mm. It's a bit of a mess. A couple of comments. Uh, Nicholas says, I think he needs the mask. He can't be a bad guy with the mask. His face is too cute and emo for that. I, d- I don't know. Like, yeah. Fuck up his face a bit then. Maybe a new mask. Maybe not <laughs> yeah. one with all that red lightning all over it. I mean, that's or maybe a bit like a like... broken mask. So it's like half a mask kind of thing. Like, like, like fans fans the opera. To, to represent <laughs> like his fractured soul. Yeah. To represent his fractured soul. Yeah. yeah. My go. mask is uh, broken. Like yay! My soul. Yeah. <laughs> I also... <laughs> oh, sorry, go on, you've got comments. Kisto, uh, which is Jack, says, uh, the Knights of Ren were essentially a cult who followed him after he killed the last guy called Ren. Still nothing, yeah. like, where, who, where it are It doesn't say in the film. It doesn't say in any of the films. Yeah, what do they do? Just my my yeah. suggestion for the Knights of Ren is that they die in a shower of incompetence within about the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the <laughs> film. Nice. They just get them out of the way. Yeah, and he gets a whole load of new ones, which are really bad. For all that they bang on about them, they don't do anything. They don't. That's the problem. You could have a cool escape scene where it looks like uh, it's going to be an epic fight uh, and they're going to have to get out. And um, either it looks like they're going to try and somehow successfully stop, I don't know, Imperial an escaping Imperial shuttle of Poe Dameron and Rose. And instead, they just launch a heavy and they go, oh. And it looks like it's going to be something difficult, and all it is is just a heavy blast that just blows them away and goes, oh, that was easy, boom, mm. without saying, oh, that's easy, but just do that. And so it looks like they're all tough, and then... One of my, one of my rules for this film, if you're going to kill someone, you're going to kill them as well. No fake-outs. Because no the one Chewies. time I felt something in that film was when I thought Chewie had died. Yeah, yeah, that, that was... Yeah. like. Although I was no really, really upset about it, I was always thinking yeah. that is a baller move. Yeah, but and then it just undoes it. And so yeah, rest, yeah, then I, I spent the rest they of took, they took, punch they himself actually in the made three people something a likable character who I would yeah. have been upset. Ha- like if he had gone through with what he did, mm. and they would not been able to bring him back, that would have been really devastating. Yeah, and really satisfying because they turned so three like, people into. Let's face it, he was a prick. And they've turned him into a character who you really like in this movie. This is the last. This is the last film. If you're going to kill him, kill him. Yeah. Does you know you're not going to need him for anything else. Let's fucking hope not. Anyway, you know, so like just if if you if you if you need an emotional gut punch, then then literally just just kill them and have them actually die. I mean that's the point. You've killed Luke. Yoda's yeah. dead. Yoda died ages ago. Yeah. You know, there's lots of dead characters around, you know, and and God knows we know that they're all dead because there's that moment where she travels into the ether and she hears all the all the Jedi Knights. Go get them, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> says, I don't know. <laughs> I'm literally like there is literally a moment where it's just like it's almost like Yoda's voice going, Hey Ray, how do you do? We're with you, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, loads yeah of them. that whole I am all of the Sith and I am all of the Jedi thing, fuck off. 
Fuck I mean, yeah. some someone someone's like, you know, in the writers' room, like uh, just someone kind of... someone stole that from June. Someone stole that from uh, the Reverend Mother ceremony because in June, um, the first book, you—that's how the, you become a Reverend Mother. You actually channel and you connect with the entire past. So someone's taken that and stolen it directly from June, which probably stole it from I mean, Star Wars. The, nicked quite a lot of stuff from June. I would imagine well, that wouldn't be the idea. I mean, yeah. like the entire desert planet idea mm. and surviving on uh, moisture captures. Yeah. Do, do you mean that literally there's a bit where Yoda says, go get him, or whatever he fucking says, in Dune as well? Yeah, pretty well. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Isn't Snake in the Dune films? Yeah. <clears throat> or is in one of them, isn't he? He's in, he's in like, the David Lynch one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, a couple more comments. Um, <laughs> this is evil. Maybe get him in a crash between filming. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Dan says, if it isn't in the film, it's irrelevant. I agree. Like just show us anything in the film. Like you can do little little jokes that from TV series and 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 books or whatever. But yeah, we need to be able to understand the actual plot of the film. Yeah. Um, Jack also says though gave us Babu Freak. I love Babu yeah, Freak. Yeah, Babu Freak was enjoyable. He was. You can get him in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. We're fine. Well, he's he's still in the film in my eyes. Um, well, I'm, I'm not saying don't do the whole three PO thing. Just actually yeah. follow through on the. Because it's always level at these films is there's no consequences. People said that about the MCU films to start with as well. There's no risk for any of these people. Everyone always sails out of them fine. Yeah. You know, do the Babu Frick thing, but when they go to restore his backup, it just doesn't work. And 3PO, he's still alive, but he doesn't yeah. have any of his personality or memories. Yeah, and every now and then he could say something that sounds like 3PO and it'd be mm. really heartbreaking that he doesn't remember anything. I yeah. like that as well. Well, it makes, um, makes a, a semi, semi-offensive comment out of nowhere. Like, oh, 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 oh. Or, 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 even, or even when he's had his memory erased. Just blurt something out. Just, just go, no, I know, I'll have oh, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, I know two languages. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I you're a big like, pile of Sith. Jack also oh, says, at least they followed through with killing the guy from Heroes. Uh, it's true, they did kill him. Oh, yeah, but, what was his name? That guy who we were meant to care about? Oh, I don't Apparently, know. he's Poe's best mate. That's not yeah. been... He's Poe's best mate, and he talks about all his sexual lady conquests. Because mm-hmm. he's not gay. Poe's not gay, all right? Poe fucks women. No, they drink, drink yeah. beer. Yeah, they drink beer and talk about the women that they fuck. Yeah. 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 Occasionally. Slamming you know. chicks. Yeah. They get naked and hug out. What, is, yeah. what was his name? Guy from Heroes? Oh, I don't know. Greg Grunsberg is, is the actor. No, I mean the character's name. I don't know. It's weird that I remember oh, the actor's Plot name. Plot MacGuffin. Plot yeah. MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, Dan also says, have Babu Frick replaced Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian? <laughs> no. Okay. Not allowed. <sighs> I don't know. It's not the best idea. I, I, I kind of... What I liked about season two of The Mandalorian, and this, is, this might be unpopular, was that it was actually more about The Mandalorian than, than Baby Yoda all of a sudden. Like yeah. it was still about him, and but it was it was it was less. Oh my god, look how cute he is! And I and I quite like that they did that. Well, I think one of my favourite episodes is the one with um, yeah, Bill Burr in, and I think Baby Yoda's not actually in that one at all. No, exactly. Yeah, he's that's not the, that one. Uh, the uh, you uh, know the one where they're driving the big juggernaut things and the believer they talk about Operation Cinder. Yeah. Oh, and and the Mandalorian starts to be okay with taking his mask off in front of people and yeah uh, yeah see i love that that's a great episode yeah, yeah. again he sort of starts realizing that some things are more important than the way 
Bilbo gets a really satisfying little redemption arc thing for his yeah. very one-note character to start with. I love this. We'd meant to be talking about the Rise of Skywalker, but we will inevitably be talking about the Mandalorian and Rogue One. Yeah. Here's his they are better. <laughs> what, what about if they, if if at some point in Rise of Skywalker, all the characters like that we don't particularly like, like you know, if you don't want to do it, just stick the Knights of Ren on one of those juggernauts, and they've got to get the fuel from one side of a forest to the other. But you know, they go over a particularly big bump or something, <laughs> and it just explodes, and everyone <laughs> dies. Just gone. <laughs> Work brilliantly. There's a moment where they all just look at the one driving. Yeah, and Alan. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Alan of Wren. Alan of Wren. <laughs> Jeff Wren. Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, 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 that would be cool. Like, you know, that's where they got their name from. That, or I'm, Remy Wren. Yeah, yeah, Remy Wren. Like, you know, it's Jeff Wren. Uh, that was the guy, and then Kylo Wren killed him. T- took his name, but was like, I'm going to be Kylo. Kylo Wren. <laughs> and now I'm master of Wren. And now so, I've got followers. You know, the, the problem the with thing, the knights. The, thing, the problem with say, the knights of oh. You know, you is, go on, because yours is going to be relevant. Mine's, mine's definitely not. No, this is not relevant. Um, but the problem with the Knights of Ren is that I can't help thinking of the Knights of Knee. And, uh, and they go, they did it! He did it! We are no longer the Knights of Ren. We are the Knights of Iki, 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 Putang! Yeah. Or maybe maybe they all got in it for the wrong reasons. Maybe when they said, you know, there's an opening in the Knights of Ren, they all thought, that'll be good for a laugh. And then they got there and they were like, Jesus, this guy in charge of us God, is this guy's so like, fucking serious. So emo, man. He's really intense, isn't he? Yeah, he won't admit to his daddy issues, but he really does have them. Yeah, it's also really stroppy. Did you see that fucking computer bank? He, like, sliced to pieces with his lightsaber (laughs) when he had a strop. We could fix his lightsaber for him as well, (laughs) but he just insists on it being a bit shit. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) I've I've got a screwdriver right here. Yeah, Fix that right away. Five minutes. That's 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 all I need. We fixed your mask absolutely fine. You won't burn burn your thumb all the time either. We went to the... We went to the screw fix. We've got the little yeah. bits that 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 will fit. No, nice. space got screw fix. Broken one, hasn't it? So yeah, um, that's got to be broken. So like, it's a metaphor for his broken the soul. The polyamorous relationship between Ray, not Ray. She can be in if she likes. Fuck it, who cares? Um, Poe, Rose, and Finn. I'm into it. Yeah. What's, what's different about this is we're going to show it. Yeah, we're going to show it all of it. <laughs> All of it. In graphic detail. <laughs> Full Human penetration. Centipede. Yeah. Full penetration. Yeah, we're going to show it. And here's Human the twist. Centipede. Here's the twist. <laughs> we're going to show it. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> you know, they're, they're off fighting crime. They're coming back. Full-on penetration. Yeah. <laughs> On and it goes for a couple of hours <laughs> until the movie just sort of ends. <laughs> Pro... Ready for the proton tor- torpedo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh, that's, that's a good I, twist. I think that I'm gonna initiate trench run. <laughs> you kind of you split you split the film into three sections. You have Kylo Ren being all emo, he trying to decide whether he wants to be a good person until he realizes he, he's not a good person. He's a bad person. He is the villain of the film. You have Ray trying to prepare these Jedi for this big fight that's going to happen at the end, which inevitably will happen at the end of the Star Wars film, after all. And then you have Finn, Poe, and Rose leading this 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 uh, desperate charge to try and find other like-minded individuals to put together, to cobble together, like, something that can stand up against uh, the First Order. In between, yeah. obviously, yeah. intense, sweaty sessions of ploughing the oh, shit. Obviously, each obviously. Other. Or, yeah. and, it, and I think... Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it has to, like, that has to be something that's difficult. Galvanizing yeah. a galaxy to take huge risks. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Oh, I, I, thought thought about, I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the plowing. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be difficult. It, it, I imagine it can be tricky if you're Beautiful. in a, a triple situation. There's probably some logistics that need to take into account, but they're all fairly limber. Yeah. I'm sure they'd deal with it pretty well. So, like, I, I don't think Ray sees yeah. Finn, Rose, or Poe for most of this film. I think no. there's, there's something just because you walk past yet. the door shut. <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> If there's an orange jumpsuit on the doorknob, don't, don't, so don't, don't, don't go in there. It's so yeah, good so the, no... the whole, like, arranging a fleet type thing. Like, they they made a point in the second one, like, mm. this this call for help went out and nobody answered. Mm. And apparently the third one, I'd go, I'll deal with that. Ten minutes. <laughs> and then he's got every ship in the galaxy turning up. Right, apparently... Um hyperspace travel is now instantaneous to whatever point in the galaxy you're going to which has never been a thing before you're like right, it's uh, always witch. taken time to go places mm. you know you see them with the blue swirlies outside the ship and they're clearly like they're having a chat they're playing the little chess game it's, it's taking a long time whereas now they can just teleport to the galaxy get every single person to jump in their ship and go and risk life and limb for a cause that they're not really all that connected to because Lando is that fucking charismatic and they can do right, that wedge, in the blink the, of an uh, eye. Is the is the Cal Rizmeister here himself? Cal Rizmeister. Get the lads out. We're having a bit of a ruck. Yeah. Let's go. He's got his got his WhatsApp groups on the go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get them all out. Get them all out. But uh, you know. Hey wedge, we're coming into Lando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, like, although it gave you that one very cool shot of all the ships, but the second you actually think about it, it they doesn't time doesn't it work perfectly. at all. So, so I'm thinking almost like Ray kind of last stand kind of on her own facing off a very Captain America from Endgame facing off against like this army basically with on her own with with like these young Jedi surrounding her and then all of a sudden the X-Wing comes in like um, Poe Dameron's X-Wing well, yeah, if, if they'd managed to make that moment feel like the on your left moment exactly yeah then I mean it would have You'd also have to have the Marvel films not happen for it to be as satisfying. Because <laughs> the, the problem is, I'm always going to compare it to Endgame. Yeah, as well. I but that, that, when that happened, yeah, that was incredible. Like that was such a well-made little sequence. Yeah, because they do like, and I know we're talking about a different thing now. I don't care. Hulk does the snap. He's brought everyone back, yeah. and then you you forget about it. Yeah, for a good five or ten minutes, you you can. It's not. It doesn't occur to you that there's all these other people that are going to be turning up. So when you yeah. get that, you're like, "Oh shit! I forgot yeah. about these guys." It's amazing. Um, and yeah, this, I think this is yeah. this was aiming for that kind of impact, and it just doesn't work because we don't know who any of those fuckers are, we and we're just going, "Well, where do they come from?" Yeah. The yeah. other actually cool thing they could have reintroduced is what's his name character uh, Del Toro's the. Oh, the annoying hacker guy from the second one. Nah, he was... Nah, I'm cool no, because enough. I didn't... Okay, yeah. so apart he from served, the hacking... He served a purpose to sort of illustrate that, you know... Don't trust me. Good and bad and right and yeah. wrong are maybe just different it's ways all of looking shades at the of same thing. But... Oh, well, I just thought it wouldn't be such a bad dodgy connection. He doesn't, um, he doesn't he's need anything. <laughs> on your left? <laughs> oh, yeah, because he... Yeah. He I turns out everybody... Oh, it's, it's, just um, it's literally just him this time. Though. I you, what was, what was your name? And he sees it and why, goes, why oh, are you yeah. here? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't I want to make fun of anyone with a speech impediment, yeah. but he was fucking irritating. I mean, just like, it was so bad. I wasn't really making fun of anyone. It was me making fun of Benicio Del Toro attempting to do that, but yeah. I was going to say that using him as aspects of more criminal connections but you're right it's needless oh maybe no you could have you could have like a moment where like someone speaks to him and i was actually thinking of getting you know black market ships because they're going to have to buy black market stuff i i quite that's what i liked of the last uh, the last jedi was the black market aspect yeah and i think bringing that aspect back wouldn't be so bad that actually the alliance are also still having to do slightly shady things you know even if he includes a whole height as a mini heist hmm. i mean ma- makes the film extensively well, I mean, mini heist long. was where the last jedi went wrong really yeah, oh, yeah. so like it's, it's true it, you've got it like I, I think if you can make a big deal about like it's really difficult to get people to come and fight a war for you because wars are pretty risky and people might die and you might lose those expensive ships that you've got as well. So if you can make a big deal about like Poe, Finn and Rose whilst, you know, banging like each other senseless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, about this, this being like part of it, th- that's what their job is to try and <laughs> unite. They, they know they've got a, a certain amount of time before they clash with the First Order, basically. Before the first order find out where they are, and that's you what get, they fill you, with plowing. And you and you get bit of time, you know. <laughs> you get quite minutes, good. Sort it takes. You get quite good links because yeah. you know you would have Poe checking in with Leia yeah. or something, or uh, on the base or wherever the Jedi school is, and you could cut to that checking off, and then you go, and it would move into Ray's uh, story arc without stupid fades the other thing i would say is i quite like hux being the traitor in the end oh that's been brought up i'm gonna go through some comments actually and we'll get to that in a second uh nicholas says i'm very impressed how long the podcast has been on for so so far and dan hasn't gone into full-blown rage-filled rants it's because we're we're rewriting it and it's better um <laughs> although uh, this is he's also got criticism this time yeah, although it's there's also still got... around 20 minutes to go. So oh, 100. Yeah, it's happening. Yourself. It's coming. Don't we're, worry. We're yeah. distracting Dan with the the Poe Rose and just keep on building on the Poe Rose and yeah. Finn poly- Love Triangle. I was the trying to think of a fun name like in the Expanse <laughs> for them, but it's the Poly Poly so if Poly Amaro. No, it's not going to work. Um, so other comments. Uh, Dan says he missed the start and assumed we'd already ranted about it. Not yet. Building up to it. Um, Jack asks, uh, "What was the what's what does the other Weasley do in the rewrite?" Um, but we'll get through the. Uh, there's a tiny rant at the beginning. Says Nicola. Uh, Jack also says, "If Lando asked me to come fight for him, I would." Dan says, "Endgame is a masterclass in how to bring a long form narrative to a close." Marvel did in twenty something movies that they failed to do with three, mm. and he, he also agrees that with Snoke Doggy agrees with Snoke Doggy Dog about the black market, anything a bigger deal should have been made about the war profiteers and the galactic military industrial complex. Because yes, it's not, it's not really, have, not really a side of things that Star Wars movies go into. We'd have to get their resources and support from somewhere. And I, I, I kind of came away from that film thinking that there was more than just the First Order in terms of bad guys. So I kind of agree with that, but I, it's just a lot to fit yeah. in the film. But also, but you, can't, you can't ever really it, worry um, about where these things come from. Like, the First Order just appears out of nowhere and, you know... There's no, like, 
I'm just going to keep going and ignore you. <laughs> it's the one. The one thing that's a bit annoying about the first order is like, why? Why is Leia leading a ragtag bag of rebels when she should? She's part of the government. They've got an army and a navy. Why are they? Government blows up though, doesn't it? Yeah, but not at that point. Why is she off somewhere with a bunch of like not in uniform irregulars leading some sort of resistance? Should they not just be fighting a war against the first order? Like with their actual fleet and their actual army, as opposed to a bunch of amateur enthusiasts. This is exactly Tom Hemel Hempstead. This is yeah. I mean, I know, I know that the answer is Star Wars movies work when it's the rebels against the evil empire, but it, it's not. There's not a very satisfying in-universe explanation. But this, but but this is the exact point. Is that I don't, I don't exactly the point I was going to make was that that I think the the big big question mark that still hangs over the entire sequel trilogy is. The New Republic is what was born out of the Rebel Alliance, mm. and yet they seem utterly unconcerned with the fact that the First Order is encroaching on all of their systems to the point where they basically just go, this little group of people that want to call themselves a resistance, they, they, they can fight, it'll be fine. It's not like some great big, like, mega Death Star planet is going to, you know, mm. sort of fire a missile. It won't be fine, we'll just let... Those guys were fine. Let's let's just underfund them for a bit, you know. Underfund them, you know, like like the British armed forces. Ooh, satire, um, you know, and just see what happens. Mm. And then, of course, they get destroyed. And then it is just a reason. So it's kind of like like you say that there is a there's a full military machine already. Well, you'd existing. assume so. They've got like an established, full on government that they're running. So yeah, where where is the destroyed. actual fleet? Absolutely, uh, Dan Hobbiter. Um, so I, I had an idea about how you could fit in the whole the idea that there is this this kind of like rich upper class group making a ton of money from people fighting a war basically like so you cut to a bit where um, they're trying to convince people to come fight the good fight and they do they as Duncan mentioned they meet up with some people from the black market led by Benicio del Toro's character and you see them taking down like the aristocracy on this planet and them overthrowing the the, uh, the rich on the planet and it's just even if it's just a kind of like their uppance came kind of thing that I'd, I'd do that yeah mm-hmm. their uppance doth come yeah yeah that, well, I like actually, that as long as they actually say that as long as that's in the script I mean only the sense well Kuruskant was destroyed Kuruskant where are you taking this? Where are you taking these people? Um, Coruscant wasn't destroyed. It was the uh, the Hosnian system. I apparently, they, apparently they moved the capital around. The, uh, oh. the Republic. I had to cut a whole half hour off the Eurovision Song Contest mm. because that went <laughs> shit, really. Um, but yeah, yeah you're right. I mean, the entire we never see the original entire navy destroyed so the resistance must be originally consist of that navy it's just it got eventually whittled down which we see in last jedi but even that doesn't totally make sense it wouldn't have been whittled all the way to just that there would have been still a few Mm. just like just like we've had the first order probably came out of the remnants of the empire as mandalorian is sort of indicating there would have been remnants of the new republic and therefore they could probably hop around getting fleets kind of which is by uh, princess leia actually in the first in the 
Force Awakens where she says to Han Solo, like he, he says after after Ben left, he went back to doing what he what he knew, and she went, well, so did I, almost as if he left, joined the First Order, and that's when those two, you know, when when the Resistance almost kind of set up, when it became a clear and present danger, despite the fact they seem like one of the most well organised clear and present dangers that's just just arose you know it's like it's it's bizarre like where i mean they they've been indoctrinating children from birth taking children and indoctrinating them to be i mean so most of these are like 20 30 years old like they, they, they like this whole fucking army has arrived and that's not even including the the big army that's hiding in the clouds yeah even kind moment. of um mm. george lucas gets around the whole well this accelerated growth for the clones but they're not clones no i know exactly that's what i'm saying even that happens even even george lucas thought of that My and that, that just doesn't kind of like well, it's like the clones is the best of the <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um just the 20 percent though yeah just like, yeah. just the 20 percent um oh, i was just gonna Oh, so back to, I mean, they do abduct children, and that's the main thing. Is they're enforced? Yeah, that's why thing. I'm watching it. Um, but see, I quite like best, best bit. Isn't it? I like I like that Reg is in it uh, because I just wish he had been in it earlier because he makes a great Imperial. Um, he's got. He's I obviously think, just having fun and going. He's, he's like, shoot. yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to go really stupid with this. It's going to be, it's going to be so over the top. You won't know what to do with it. But I'm yeah. Richard E. Grant, and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. So do he's with. going to be in Loki as well. That's interesting. The rumor is that he's playing older Loki. Oh, oh, you don't that works. see that actually. Yeah, mm. they've got I very like similar that. builds mm. actually. Yes. Yeah. Apart from anyway, that, quite because like I similar sort of energy. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to put the bottle down. Um, yeah, so I was going to say that actually I like Hux being the the traitor. Mm. I yeah, think that was quite could, cool. Uh, and I don't, and I think he's killed by Ren. I think that would make it because the joke is always that they are the emo brothers, and there's a falling out. And I think Hux doesn't like the way Ren is going. And yeah, I, I did like so. Hux was the traitor. Not like because he's like, oh, I've been deep cover all this time. He's like, no, Ren's a prick and I just don't want him to win. So here, here's an idea. Then the whole thing that, that leads up to Ren meeting Ray about halfway through the film. Uh, Hux has to uncover that he is a mole for the rebellion, basically. Mm -hmm. And say, well, you, the, he is where they are if you want to go meet them. When Ren eventually makes it back, that's when he just slaughters Hux. In a kind of no, you're not my dad. Like I killed my dad. Or yeah, they fall into each other's arms and realise that actually all this animosity has just been yeah, it's just been, you know, like a slash fic mm. pairing. And actually, they they genuinely love each other. And what they do instead is they just get into a shuffle, they fly off into the distance. Yeah. No, because we show it all. <laughs> no, because Every then minute. what actually what then actually happens is um, Ren realizes that he can't get the uh, sexual uh, satisfaction. He's embarrassed by having a bit of a 
dropsy and then realizes the only way he gets it is through extreme violence and so he basically at the moment realizes whilst he's force choking uh, uh, he ejaculates and then <laughs> rips might. his throat out and cut, mutilates his body I've just read the, the chapter on and wrong with you I've just read Andre Ch- uh, Chicatello in the last podcast so that might be what <laughs> to be fair maybe maybe he doesn't need to actually go through with it maybe he just needs to know that you know there's there's the implication that something might go wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, him. I think that's... you see the shuttle fly away, and then you think, ah, oh, well, that happened, and then it cuts to just full penetration in the shuttle. Like, and you mm. don't expect it. It just happens. You know, and... To the Imperial know, March, obviously. Ren's, Ren's, got Hux, Ren's got Hux there, you know, out on the lifeboat, yeah. and, you know, they're in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you know, and, you know, the, the implication for Hux is like, you know, that, that things might go wrong but you know it's not it's not going to go wrong. i mean no one's in danger but you know the, the implication might be and so just ren gets spaced. what he wants you know yeah. just get spaced then the implication spaced. the implication needs to be there <laughs> so you're saying that hux you um okay cool uh, a few comments. Uh, Dan says, I assumed the New Republic didn't control all of the galaxy and that First Order controlled a particular sector of space and there was some sort of peace treaty between both sides. I, I mean, possibly, but yeah. wasn't mentioned at all in the films, was it? So that the Republic exactly—that's the problem, isn't it? So that the Republic can't have open war with I the First Order, but instead uh, provide. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's all sorts of possible explanations, but what we're presented with in the film is you've yeah. got the New Republic, you've got the First Order who are being all evil. This lot don't seem to give a shit, and just let like seem to sort of reluctantly let Leia take five X-wings and go and deal with it. Nicholas says, "Wow, those are some very well thought out, well thought out comments." As opposed to me complaining about Kylo Ren's emo face, he does have an emo face, and I love his emo face though. Emo. He's the best actor in it. Yeah, oh, in these ones. Yeah, I'd I'd kiss his face. Mm. I still I still really like that moment in The Force Awakens when he first takes off his mask, mm. and after seeing him behind that yeah. mask and pursuing everyone for so long, suddenly he takes off the mask, and it's up. just it's just a just a guy. Yeah. He's just he's just a bloke in armor, like with with long hair, admittedly, and quite an emo-y sort of like disposition. But he's still just a guy. Yeah. You know, I it's, quite like that. It's the first sort of scary Sith that isn't like a wrinkled walnut or a you yeah, know man they're, machine. They're all sort of half robot raisins, aren't they? Mm. Exactly. And then this one, quite attractive bloke. Yeah. Just a guy in a mask with. Black armor. And that's such a nice little twist as well, because you think there's something he's wearing a mask for a reason, but he really he's wearing a mask because he's playing dress up. I mean like half his face is a mole, you know, just like it's a it's just a gigantic mole on his face or something. But no, no. He's LARPing to the extreme. Yeah. 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 yeah he's he's I mean he's wearing his, his his granddad's outfit, isn't he? What he's really trying to do. Yeah, he's he's dressing up as Darth Vader, isn't he? Yeah. Except less less pleather. And more just kind of like, you know, um, Oxton fabrics. <laughs> so I like to think. Nicola also says his emo face works well in Marriage Story, but not as the big bad guy. Have you <laughs> se- has anyone seen Marriage Story, by the way? This is. Uh, I keep, I keep thinking maybe I should watch it, but it sounds like a really sad kind of it's setup. Fucking brilliant. It is really, really good. Makes like, me feel is- upset, like a family falling apart. Do you want to watch Marriage Story? Do they, does the family podcast fall apart? again? We're just gonna, yeah. 
it's a regular thing now. Just no, you've made it. it a regular thing. This is not yes. something that happens in Oh, podcasts. Nicola, Nicola, it's happening. Nicola. No, okay, so Rise of the Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker, even. Uh, Jack the, the... also says Dooku was very unassuming. Yeah, Dooku is somebody's Dooku, granddad. <laughs> Dooku was actually quite a good Sith Lord, actually. Like, was, almost yeah. the, sort of the aristocratic, charismatic kind mm. of, you know, the the the... the the, the, the nice face of the evil body horror. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have to have someone that they could like, send out to the shops, wouldn't they? Yeah. Or like to go to a meeting without everyone going, oh, oh, I, I think I know who the baddie is. It's, it's yeah. this psycho robot here. So I, I kind of assumed that um, Palpatine's like, oh shit, Darth Maul's dead. I need another one. And then he's just like, oh, quickly, bingo hall there. Oh, you come here. <laughs> yeah. You'll do. How do you feel about being um, really evil? Also, lightsaber. Is it a lightsaber? Is it a dildo? <laughs> Press the button and find out. Is it yeah. both? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it looks like it's double ended. Uh, <laughs> this this one's got a kink in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you want to be very careful that you press the right button. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, it reaches places you know other dildos don't. So mm, you know, yes. fair play. Like out the top of your the skull curve. if you get it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The curve tickles the prostate. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Good quote. <laughs> Subtext is for cowards, isn't it, Duncan? <laughs> more. It looks like we've got some comments coming in. Yep, listeners, do. viewers. Um, Dan says it's a bit on the nose. He's called Count Dooku, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicholas says Jesus. I never thought I'd hear him angry because he actually wants to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. Here's the thing, Nicola. I always want to talk about Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it's it's never like polite conversation about it though. I'm I, I I always want to like. So Dan, what do you fancy for dinner? Well, another thing about the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, uh, Dan also says reminds him of Rick and Morty sketch about Coach Ferratu <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally Jack says in his defence he was actually just a count of a planet Darth Tyrannus is the real giveaway <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like I mean that's the thing if you actually, if you go around introducing yourself as Darth anything you're kind of you know giving yourself away just a little bit yeah I'm Darth Sausages. Oh no, it's just my first what? name. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Tom Sausages. Tom Sausages. <laughs> I'd like you to meet my apprentice, yeah, Darth Lord Sausages. Lord Sausages. He will find your lost. <laughs> so, there are any other bits we'd rewrite? What would you call it? I'd call Lord it. I'd call sausages. it Jewel of the Fates, which is a much better title. That was what the, in the, the Colin Trevorrow script. Yeah. Basically, the Colin Trevorrow script is yeah, much. We'll better. do that one. Yeah, just do that one in it. I don't know, I'd rename with, the whole thing Robot Wars. With the polyamorous uh, relationship between uh, Poe, Finn, and uh, Rose, though. Clearly, I mean, it's essential. You couldn't take that out. Yeah, that is in now. It's not well, only it's in not the movie. It's not just in, it's in <laughs> the movie. definitely in the movie. There's no take backsies, no penny taxes. What about if we called it, like, the Whiff of Skywalker or something? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. The <laughs> Whiff of Skywalker. So, what's that? Oh, it's just the Whiff of Skywalker. Don't worry. It's still, it's still hanging like, over this film like a cloud. Jedi is in it. Jedi is in it. Jedi's. Mm. Or I am, I am assuming that we would all absolutely not have the moment 
that gives the film its name, which is her identity thefting the Skywalkers at the end. Oh, that was my idea. I'd call it the Rise of the Skywalkers because they'd be training in the Skywalker Academy or something like that. Or why can't why can they just call it the Ray? The raids of Skywalkers. Yeah. Also, nice. she can have her lightsaber with a dimmer switch from the start, if she likes. A dimmer switch. It's got like a little dimmer switch on it, hasn't it? Her lightsaber. So yeah. I do love her little twisty grip start. Although I don't mm. understand why they didn't give her a staff saber, seeing as how that's what she's been fighting oh, with the whole way through. It's because they didn't think about this fucking film at all, Russ. Nothing. You said it. You said it before, Russ. There's no overarching theme to this. There's no. There's no development beyond the first the, well, the maybe, next maybe, five minutes. Maybe it is one because I mean, Darth Maul could light one end at a time, couldn't he? And you never actually see I, her use it, do you? She just turns it off, if, and turns it off again. If someone said that this was five films, and at some point J.J. Um, Abrams sneezed, dropped all his papers, and picked up a handful of like random papers from each of the five scripts that he'd written and just kind of jumbled them together i'd believe it can you imagine the all-nighter that he had to pull to sort of go well i i found these bits of paper uh about the the ships in the cloud and i and i found this mm. bit of paper which has people on horses on the side but of it's it like he's just he's just picked up some random just, yeah and like, well, did nobody just... learn anything from lost which obviously started with a big war with things like smoke monster polar bear <laughs> magic kid hatch <laughs> just written long and basically none of those really have a satisfying conclusion mm. and to be fair that that, that this, this just sounds like someone's shopping list doesn't it just yeah like, i think the problem with lost was like the first series came out and the internet immediately went well maybe they're maybe they're like all dead <laughs> and it's purgatory or something and jj was like oh shit uh no and they spent four seasons trying to come up with something else couldn't and was like oh, yeah no it. you uh, yeah you actually, you actually yeah, they're you, dead. You, you all got it right within about five minutes yeah. sorry i laughed and yet they, he's still allowed to do this fucking mystery box nonsense where you don't write what is in the box yeah that's the, also, that's the difficult satisfying bit having a good thing in your box anyone can come up with weird stuff you need a good satisfying just, interesting conclusion to what is in that stuff don't do a mystery object star wars film as well oh yeah just a thought yeah just a thought um a yeah. cu- couple of comments jack says staff saber is far too much of a good idea true to be in a this shit show um, I, don't, I don't know why um, they didn't do it because she literally just turns it on and off again it's just to literally hmm. show that she's got a saber it's made out of the parts of her staff why isn't it a staff never mind whatever yeah. and nicola says you guys may as well skip the rest just have the threesome and call it star roars the rise of dan the yeah i mean obviously so it. our script is in sort of the initial treatment stage as it goes through i think the the full penetration is going to expand till the i think the rest of the plot is going to get dealt with in the opening crawl and then it's three hours <laughs> in one room <laughs> Sweaty sex. Yeah, but but, but we're going to show like all a, of it. A half hour bit where they're just lying there exhausted and nobody can really move. Yeah, 
and that's when we put in all the exposition that the film needs. Yeah, maybe something like turns like, the telly on for a bit. Oh, fucking hell. Like, yeah. I can't believe, like, you know... <laughs> Meanwhile, that... at the Skywalker Academy, this is happening. Yeah. And also, at the First Order Academy, this is happening. Oh, where, did you hear that just before yeah. we started ploughing each other, like, Chewie got a medal? Oh, God, it was so cool. How about the way that they actually get <laughs> people, chocolate. Get yeah, people chocolate. on board is going, well, we can help you relax. And then they just it's just different scenarios of them bringing people on board to be part of this big polyamorous gangbang. It starts getting practical after a while, mm. wouldn't it? It would. But I, I, well, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm all for it, but is it a gangbang? I don't know. I'm not, not going to get into that conversation. No, a gangbang <laughs> usually implies <laughs> well, no, that it's, it's, it's one more, person. Okay, foursomes, yeah. maybe. Maybe foursome, sorry. It's, yeah. it's basically a big swing fest. I mean, oh, it's, just, it's just a polyamorous relationship where everyone's fucking and everyone's having a good time. Yeah, but then that means that basically everyone is, you know, in love to some degree. Yeah, no, I think that's what, that, no, that's what well, makes yeah, this yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. The three of them yeah. have a very special yeah. relationship with each other. They're, they're yeah. not just going to... It's not just like, you know, hand jobs for lightsabers. They're no. not going <laughs> to... They love each other. Just hand jobs handing it out lights. to another having to walk past. So there's a reason, oh, no, no, the no, reason no, that thought, Finn has to talking. be separate for a bit because mm. Rose and Poe have to fall in love with each other as well. Yeah. So there's a bit where they kiss and Finn sees it and goes, well, I guess I can go away. And then one of grabs Finn in and they just like have a, like this big thing. Yay! I thought you were talking about like everyone in the resistance was like getting no, down for some great big swing fest. And I was like, mm. this is, this is... This but is once again, interesting... as you say, this is a this is this is a story about love, and I, I'm genuinely serious that this is what I would do with those three characters. By the way, like it's, it, it is a, a bit of a joke when we're talking about like obviously showing full penetration. We wouldn't do that in a kids' film, but like I'd be like, fuck it, yeah, why not? It's fairly obvious that Poe loves Finn. That's what I take from it. Well, it's fairly obvious. Apparently, it's not. J.J. Abrams is dead against that. Apparently, um, Rose obviously does. He's got a problem with that as well, and so just like tie it all together and do something yeah, a bit. Well, actually, with it. I mean, it would be actually quite an interesting thing to have done. Yeah. To be fair, though, maybe he didn't want parents to have to have awkward conversations with their children when you know. Why? I mean, maybe, why? Why not? Why? Why? Why is this more awkward? Than, why are there three people in love with each other? Well, because I have a six-year-old son, and I think it would be a difficult conversation to try and put it into terms that he would understand as a six-year-old. But I, I think you find it probably actually wouldn't, because mm. children are remarkably like you just explain something, they go, "No, oh, okay." Because they're no any from two people being in love with prejudices though. or anything like that. So I think no, 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 see, but it would still... be it would be interesting, but uh, yeah, it would be. Uh, I mean, let's face it, it would never happen. No, they, this, this is the company that's so, so scared of having one second of gayness in their film yeah. that they made it a completely isolatable chunk mm. that has zero bearing on the rest of the plot and they can mm. chop out for any territory where it's going to be the slightest issue. Yes. The, those two women, they almost, what, they do kiss each other, I believe. Yeah, but they'd never spoken before. You'd never yeah. seen those two interact. I don't think they'd even been on screen together but before. But it's, it's such a kind of a like we, we, we've kind of forced it's, this in as you it's say, quite it is it, it's quite prudish mm. is what I would describe it would have been a as. nice little moment if they had an established relationship whereas all yeah. that is in there is so that they can go oh yeah 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 we can sponsor a pride float now we've we've ticked yeah. that box we are 
Yes. We believe homosexuality isn't evil in these territories. Yeah. 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 In the unknown regions of the Star Wars universe, yeah. maybe some of this sort of stuff goes on. Yeah. Is what we're prepared to say. Yeah. Uh, but that's, only, that's only in, in certain regions of the world, though. In other regions, this definitely doesn't happen and we'll cut it out of the film. Definitely. Yeah. So they like they 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 did it in Doctor Who for fuck's sake. That's a children's show. Captain Jack will do anything to anything. Yeah. And yeah. nobody really had a problem with it. I'm sure some very tedious people did. I'm sure they did. I'm I'm sure Yeah, I I don't know. I the problem is is that you know free speech and everything like that is one is 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 absolutely right is is absolutely right and whatever your sexual preference whatever your gender preference is then that should be something that people are able to see and it shouldn't be something that is hushed or relegated to throwaway scenes i think the thing is though that not everyone is on the face of the earth is enlightened and i would probably say that there's quite a large cross-section of people who find anything along that. Some people just find the notion of talking about sexuality to be something that they find difficult. Um, and actually it's, you know, when you go and see a film, maybe the idea is that you don't have to deal with that. That's yeah, true. I don't, no, nobody's suggesting turning Star Wars into a, into a deep all. and meaningful investigation of the variances of human sexuality. But... You know, but that, but, this is but meant I would to be also a, say that a galaxy of untold possibility. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see maybe a. a slight, I agree. You know, you can see aliens with two heads walking around, but there's plenty of people that don't see themselves represented there at all. Mm. Oh, uh, so it's like, there's, room, I, I, there's room for this guy with three mm. arseholes, and there's not room for anyone that looks like me. <laughs> I mean, I'll but be I, honest, I, I was surprised when they showed the guy. I was surprised. Yeah, the three arseholes were surprised. No, I mean, look, I, I agree with that, and I, I totally think, and I, I, I'm the only counter. It's not even a counter to what you said, Dan, where you say I disagree. It's like, well, that, but that's the point. Like, you do disagree because that's that's your prerogative. That's your opinion on it. There I just are, don't think we are going to progress unless we start actually. Normalising these things, and I, I would say that because us four believe the same things, that mm. we're never going to argue about that. But I would say that there are there are four other people somewhere else that we would have a conversation with who completely disagree and oh, think, yeah, yeah, think the opposite. And actually, when you're making a, a film in a franchise like Star Wars, I think you have the force, especially now it's owned by Disney. I think you you have far more hurdles to jump through to make oh, what would be considered a it would never get made it would no. never get made i'm just saying that's what i would do with the film because i would use a big blockbuster film to try and normalize something that is just three people that love each other very much absolutely yeah but but it would never get made by disney i completely agree with what dan said the mouse will never allow poly a polyam relationship <laughs> but like yeah that's what i'd, 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 I'd watch it all I'd, of I'd it. Watch it yeah like i i i'd it's a Star Wars film. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd watch any. I like. Here's the thing, right? Unlike the Snyder Cut, and it's another film I like to bitch about a lot. Um, if they re-released Rise of Skywalker and they said there's an extra half an hour, I'd go, yeah, I'll go to the cinema and watch it. That's, yeah, especially if so they say bitch about it again. Especially I mean, if they 50% say that. There's yeah. another. There's another half hour. Yeah. That totally answers and, all of yeah. your issues with the film. Yeah, totally answers all of them. Knowing full well that I'm going to be disappointed as well. 
I'd, I'd rather go and see it with half an hour less in it. I'd rather go see it with two and a half hours less, but there. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So we haven't anyway, actually right. pitched we, about it. Do probably, we actually yeah. have any more idea? Because we've been spaffing on for coming up to an hour and twenty now. Yeah, I, mean, I did have no idea. super, no super star destroyers like they've got. I don't want any of that. Just oh yeah, yeah. Stop, good... stop just amping up everything. It so doesn't like need that. All the ships have planet-killing lasers on them. I have a question. Does it look like I've got a bowl on my head? Yes. You sit very still. <laughs> Slightly yeah. does. You look like it, it a really shit Teletubby. It didn't until you said that, and now <laughs> that's all I can see. Oh, yeah, so at the end, um, you could still finish with Ray, um, but maybe she joins in the polyamorous relationship, or maybe <laughs> she actually just goes back and continues setting up that school for the gifted. Yeah. I, um, in, my, in, in my thoughts, I had Ray dying in this. Yeah, possibly. I'd have liked to have seen Ray actually fight her evil mirror universe. Yeah, that'd be badass. Be I don't know, you know, however you'd make that happen, it clearly not It just feels like they took a load of stuff but that, that, that felt like just wasn't cool. I'd like to see the opening night of the Solar Sailor. You know, once everything's all done and dusted, like, you know, there's literally like an opening ceremony and it just closes with... <laughs> there's never any trouble at the Solar Sailor. Do, 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 do. There's like, never any trouble. There's no trouble at the Solar yeah. Sailor. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very relaxed vibe at the Solar Sailor. It is, yeah. You know, see for one drinks, like, five between five. See, that would, be, that would be really cool, is actually what they do is they find the Solar Sailor or Finn does and sort of brushes it off and goes... Hey, this looks like quite a cool place. Let's this, do it and up. Just yeah. a mural of a half-naked Count Dooku on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> just the cape. Like the Solar it. Sailor drinks are free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Excellent. Dan says, if it's a half an hour that answers all your questions about the film, it will literally be Morgan Freeman on a chair reading them out. Oh, but I'd, I'd rather have that than the Knights of Ren. And Nicholas says, I would definitely go to see it if it was just Morgan Freeman. In fact, just scrap the whole film and let him talk for a couple of hours. Like, let him, let him read the novel. Oh, <laughs> that was how good Morgan Freeman be? points out bits from the visual dictionary. Yeah, and just every now and then looks up and goes, this, this seems really silly to me. Yeah. Like, what, what's a Star War? What's a Star War? <laughs> yeah. I agree. Um, I've got nothing to say. We didn't really shit on The Rise of Skywalker. I think it's terrible yeah it's a dreadful dreadful film it is what a, what a way to stamp on the legacy of you know the whole saga the one thing i'll say about star wars is there are more oh, i don't know the mandalorian might have evened the score a little bit there's a lot of bad that goes with the good boil it keep it to the saga films yeah. there are far more bad star bad wars films, films than there, there are, are good, good yeah, yeah star wars films yeah yeah and I don't care what anyone says about, you know, on repeat viewing, you know, The Phantom Menace actually gets better with every year. It's like, no, it doesn't. I'm no. going to watch it 700 it, times it, then. It doesn't. Even my <laughs> son, when he watched, you know, he, I know he's six years old, probably shouldn't be watching it, but I popped it on. Loved the pod racing scenes. Absolutely loved the pod racing scenes. I could not get him to look at the screen when all the politics shit was happening, which is mm. a lot of the film. I mean, the kid lost interest, like, and was like... He disappeared off to play Lego, and then suddenly lightsabers came out again. And he was like, "What?" And then mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. Did the commentary track? <clears throat> I do. And, I've listened to it. I listened and to for it the, today, the, the politics bits, we literally just went through the news. 
and like so this is happening with going. xbox at the moment i was the first person to look away you actually could call it out you're like oh i wondered how long it would be until someone actually looked at their phone and i, I <laughs> and why did i look at my phone because i wanted to see how a post i'd put on linkedin was going like that was preferable going on fucking linkedin was preferable to watching the the trade negotiations oh god my, will the uh, house recognize the representative from Ballester? <laughs> my my cousin introduced his son to New Hope, uh, and he loved it. Uh, admittedly, he loves Stormtroopers now and is completely in love with the Imperials, <laughs> but they watched New Hope, and he loved it. He watched it. He was sat avidly, wanted to watch it again. I think they probably moved on to Empire, but... Yeah, he, he loved that. They started with New Hope, and he the, loved it. And that's the, what you've got to aim for, is that hook. The Rise of Skywalker is the Stormtrooper smacking his head on the door. <laughs> Just throughout for, for an hour and a half. Yeah, to, that's um, it. The disco version of the Star, of the Star Wars thing. That's it. Yeah. So how we do? Are we are we done? Are nearly, we done with nearly. this? Just, just one one other thought I had that I totally forgot about just to just now, which is um, that when Finn meets meets the Rebel Stormtroopers, they're not wearing armor, but when they go to to battle, they're wearing like converted Stormtrooper armor to like signify that they're not stormtroopers anymore. Maybe painted with like yeah. uh, resistance emblems or or something. Yeah, just just yeah. cool shit basically. Cloaks on um, them, like the like the Jedi war when they were being battle generals. But yeah. um and actually it turns out Finn is a ground force military genius and uh, totally outsmarts uh the Ujima flips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. The Ujima flips play a really small part in this, though. That's the real <laughs> uh, Nicola says she's off to go and watch uh, Rogue One to remember what a good Star Wars film was like. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Really. Oh, but if you go now, you'll miss hearing about our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. Yeah, the best is yet to come. The best is yet. <laughs> well, there we go. There's there's all the ideas. I think we're running dry now, aren't we? We're on an empty tank. Mm-hmm. Just like Poe, Rose, and Finn. <laughs> which is then, yeah, just just like J.J. Abrams in the writing room. Hey, empty tank. Let's just put it all together into a disgusting package and give that to the people, those sheep. Well, there we go. Thank you very much for watching us on the stream. If you watched on the stream, I forgot to do it earlier. So everyone, if you could just wave, wave, wave at the people on the stream. We not wave. wave. I did wave, but That's no one else deserve. did. Mm. That's what you deserve. Thank you very much for watching us on the stream. Thank you very much for listening to us as well. Don't forget, you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter using the handle at TMTOH. And if you go onto our Instagram channel, go to our bio, you will find the link to our Discord. There's lots of conversations going on every single day. And also, don't forget that Dan, Terry, and are doing a, Steve are doing a podcast <laughs> called Wandering WandaVision. Uh, which is uh, them basically talking about the excellent new Marvel series that is on Disney Plus at the moment. It's well worth a listen. Um, I'm not watching it and I'm not listening to it because I'm going to watch it and listen to it when I actually get around to watching and listening to it. Thanks, dude. Which will probably be after I've gotten into The Expanse and watched that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So, I'll tell you what, Tom. You get into The Expanse, we'll do a weekly episodic podcast on The Expanse covering each episode i really want to do that so what as in me coming to you like every yeah. week going fucking hell that episode was better yeah, than yeah, the yeah. Last i think one. what what dan's got in his head here is an hour of you telling him he was right about the expanse <laughs> no, uh, that's not I it see. at all I, I i've i've been so tempted to go back and do like um 
an episode by episode like review of the expense, like audio review of the expense. But uh, Ty Frank and Wes Chatham are currently doing it, and they're doing a better job because you know they both wrote it slash were on the show. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but we're the fans, man. We're the voices that people need to hear. We're like Amazon reviews. You know, everyone consults them. Always accurate and reliable. Absolutely. With photos. Definitely. Um, And so there we go. Thanks very much for listening slash watching, depending on whatever you like to do. I want to say goodbye to Duncan. I'm going to use this hand. Goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dan. Goodbye, sir. Goodbye, Russ. Latest haters. It's goodbye from me, Tom, and on that note, let's cue the music. <laughs>